Hello and welcome to another episode of No Plans to Merge. I'm your host Caleb Porzio. I'm your other host Dan Colborn. And today's show is brought to you by Fun Employment. It's the <laughs> best. <laughs> yeah, oh. mm. Decal. Mm. Boy, we got a lot. We got a lot here. So many bits and bobs to cover. Oh my gosh. Well, why don't we start 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 easy with right. the the SM7B. You got a new mic. Yeah, I got a new mic. Uh-huh. Do you have the whole chain of things? Uh yes, I do. Um oh man, this mic. This mic is a platform for discussions about all sorts of things. Yes. But uh yeah, so you're hearing my voice through the Shure SM7B. It is the Cadillac of podcast mics. It's the Matt Stauffer mic. It's the Matt Stauffer mic. It's the Adam Wathen mic. It's the Joe Rogan mic. It's the It's the mic. Yeah, it's the mic. Who else? Uh, David Hemphill's got it, I think. Everybody's got it, especially yeah. after Matt published that blog post. Everybody's got my it. mic is my mic is a is a mic that people use as well. Sway in the morning uses my mic. Oh no way! Yeah, no way. Yeah, is it a dynamic mic? I don't know anything about mics, dude. I don't even remember anything about. All right, mics. I really don't know either. But I do. You have to. You do have to use a cloud lifter. Uh, yes. Do you need phantom power? Uh. No, so it is not a phantom-powered mic. Right, so it's probably a dynamic mic. Yes, most likely. I Got don't it. remember anything about mics. This is my mental model of mics. I learned it all and I forgot it all. Condenser mm-hmm. and dynamic. Mm-hmm. In in my mental model. Yes. Condenser means shove power into me. Mm-hmm. I have a different way of vibrating something to to you know create electrical waves because okay. I'm a microphone. And my way involves power magnets probably uh i don't know i think it may be maybe a capacitor or something uh, okay my uh buddy slash cousin um You're buzzing yeah john he who does listen to the show and he was curious if i recorded the last episode on the sm7b and i said no and he said i figured you didn't um but he he gave me the whole rundown i always forget it but it's very fun to like zoom in on a microphone and really like look at what diaphragm you know like a diaphragm like diaphragm yeah hardly newer and like what is the thing that's vibrating you know that's turning your sound physical waves into electric waves yeah and mm-hmm. con- basically condenser mics just need power to do that and that's why mm-hmm. you have like 48 volt phantom power into them and dynamic mm-hmm. mics don't to my knowledge mm-hmm. and so the sm7b is dynamic it doesn't accept quote-unquote phantom power right but, but because it's, also it's kind of underpowered yeah right because it's passive it's underpowered so you put in line you put like a cloud lifter or in my case uh, that fet little head? stick thing yeah fat head <laughs> and then give phantom power to that uh so that it you know juices that, up like, your signal cleanly passes up a, whatever it yep. cleanly increases the gain right which is interesting because i have a preamp you know so i would think that and my mental model for preamp is thing you plug raw audio into and it amps it into your computer and so, processes it. Well, the, so you have, you have, your preamp is doing multiple things, right? So it's not just a preamp. Right. It's, it's a preamp and like interface. A USB interface. Yeah. So um, a, just a pure preamp though. This is why, why I get confused. It's like, why would you need a cloud lifter if you already have a preamp? So this is again, my mental model based on knowing very little, but, um, my understanding is if you had a beefier preamp, you wouldn't need a cloud lifter. But 
most of the preamps gotcha. that ship with USB audio interfaces that are $100 yep. are not beefy enough to drive your mic and my mic. Gotcha. Although they are beefy enough to drive a lot of mics, just not these ones. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that 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 fits. Um yeah, so the SM7B. So the one I got before this, I wanted to upgrade my mic cuz I was toying around. I've been I've used the um the Zoom USB NT USB, not Zoom, no, Rode. Rode. The Rode, Rode NT, NT USB. USB. Yep. Forever. Yep. And it started being weird. Well, it's just it's so huge and cumbersome and I have this like nasty pop filter rig and it it's just it's horrible. And but the biggest thing actually for me is that it covers my entire face. Mm-hmm. so when i'm so for video for video which i'm doing more of um yeah like daniel's big like mine so mine doesn't need to it's just that I, I decided to put the arm behind my monitor for some reason <laughs> it's convenient it's just ugly yeah i mean it looks cool too you look like sway sway in the morning in the S- morning <laughs> wake your punk ass up get the so sway um so I noticed a, a huge difference. It's it's what people say, but um, so in the words of cousin John, he, so I got uh, the same mic as Jeffrey Way, mm-hmm. um, to upgrade. He uses the Rode NTG two or NTG whatever. I don't know. It's a boom mic. Like it's mm-hmm. a boom mic for you know like yeah studio like, like video recording. recording. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so which I thought was kind of odd, but he said that he uses it with great success. And I'm like if Jeffrey. If this is the mic that Jeffrey Way the uses. Screencast King. I know exactly. Like this guy's recorded more screencasts than anyone else on the internet. And if he's using this mic and it's a lot cheaper than the SM7B that ever that all the, you know, cool kids are using, then I'll try it at least. And it is. It's like less than 200 bucks and you do need the preamp, but you don't need the extra cloud filter thing. So anyway, I saved like 300 bucks by doing this instead of the other rig. Mhm. I returned it all and got the, the expense. Well, and stuff. so our issue, this is, love, let me cash the listener up uh, because I, I don't think they've heard about the drama. Well, but, hold on. Before we get into the drama, let me just right. cap this off and say that the problem with it is it's a condenser mic and apparently condenser mics can hear mice fart. everything. Yeah. Yes. Uh, in the words of Cousin John. And it's very true. So I, I just felt like, you know, when you put your monitor, your like headphones on and you're monitoring yourself, yeah. you hear every little TikTok everywhere yeah everything and so now that i'm using this it was an immediate like very noticeable immediate difference and like well, somehow yeah, and you just like you're in a random airbnb in florida and you sound great um those condenser mics are great in a great room right right and like i don't in an excellent yeah. room but probably like, you're just, sure yeah you're just in some random highly reflective room in florida yeah and awesome and I use a mechanic, uh, mechanical keyboard, so like clickety clack. Yeah, clickety clack. Um, uh, 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 condenser mics, keyboard, Airbnb, Laracon Online. Yeah. My Laracon Online talk. Mm-hmm. Did you see it? I it's saw okay it. if you didn't. No, no, no. I saw two thirds of it, and then I went to Canvas for Bernie Sanders in the middle. <laughs> okay. You went to what? <laughs> I went to Canvas for Bernie Sanders. I had a four o'clock appointment. Oh, okay. Um, did you see the part where I went and closed the door? uh maybe i don't remember yeah you're bullshitting me d cole <laughs> i had it on in the car as i was driving to okay. Bernie sanders <laughs> the story gets better and better um all right so 
I basically I start my talk, you know, that I've been pre- preparing forever for and mm-hmm. getting all this fancy equipment with for, and it starts torrentially downpouring. Oh, like, I do remember that. Don't no no no. Shut up. No no. no. It, was that, <laughs> it was that very door right behind you. You went to close it. Yes, and I mean it's like I'm trying to type and think and be in the zone, and I can't even hear myself think, and I'm like, this is terrible. I'm just gonna yeah. do it. So I was like, guys, I gotta go close the door. <laughs> So I closed the door and then later on I mentioned it again, I think. And somebody messaged me and said, yeah, dude, by the way, nobody could hear a thing. Yeah. Did you hear a thing? That's the magic of the essence. Insane, man. I'm telling you, torrentially downpouring in a a La Shack. I live in a shack. Yeah. With a tin roof. But you know what? It wasn't more than eight inches from the microphone, so you couldn't hear it. I know. It's magical. Last Here, th- for the listener. Yeah. Go ahead and start talking, and then rotate your head behind the microphone while you're talking, just so they can hear the difference. Hello, hello, darkness, my old friend. Okay, so you didn't do the thing I said. In case they're confused, you actually just <laughs> turned 180. You rotated away. my head around the microphone. No, oh. but you you rotated your head just where it was. You I rotated the microphone it. around my around my head. Right. So you rotate your head towards the back. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I'm kind of a bit docky today, and now I'm coming to the. Yeah, it's like night and day. How do you do? You hear me type? Like, is it super loud? I can hear it a little. Nah. If it went through any compression at all through like Zoom or something, though, I wouldn't hear it. Okay. I guess it is going through Zoom, but. Last thing on my tangent to circle back to the thing you want to talk about. Yeah, I bought uh, silencers for my keyboard. Um, oh, like the O-rings? Yes. Nice. Yep, they're red. They're very mm-hmm. cool looking. No one will ever see them. Um, but I did it. I took every key off, put the O-rings on, doubled up on a bunch of keys. I even tripled up on one of the keys. And I love it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It makes my keyboard like sound so heaven. much better. And it feels so much better. Yeah. Did you, like, lube your stabilizers, too? That's the big move. No. What are stabilizers? So your shift and spacebar and any sort of like long keys, right? Have a stabilizer under them. Okay. So that you can push like the corner of your spacebar and the whole spacebar goes down. Okay. Even though the switch is right in the middle. Right. So those stabilizers are basically like big metal bars that go across the key. Um. Hmm. Anyway. I wonder. I mean, they're, I. Did. They're very clicky clacky. Okay. Stabilizers. Are. i don't and, think i have uh, one of those you must on your ergodox uh, maybe one of your long thumb keys has one yeah dude i don't think so i bet it does you think so yep i don't know man by the way taking these keys off is a pain in the behind here you, is you don't have a key puller here's the no i don't Ooh, look at those o-rings yeah these are the o-rings but there's no stabilizer just a piece of plastic uh, those things the things on the edges don't do anything hmm this is what we're dealing with. Weird. All right. Anyway. Well, most keys, most keyboards have stabilizers, um, especially like on the shift and enter and spacebar keys. But anyway, if you uh, if you lube those, you cut down on a ton of rattle. Gotcha. Very very nice. Yeah, the Ergo Docs for being a what three hundred and fifty dollar keyboard or something ridiculous, you get it and it feels like a toy. Yeah. Like it's so hollow feeling. Mm-hmm. Well, you can also get. Um, now it feels it's not hollow. But you can get some things and like attach them to the inside of the case to cut down a little yeah. bit of vibration. I that was my that was um 
my next line of defense, I actually opened up the ergodox to try to do it, and I abandoned that pursuit because I yeah. whatever for obvious Just reasons. Some, like but. sticky rubber, like glue pieces of rubber to the inside. Yeah, I was I was like getting it apart, and I'm like, what am I even gonna put in here? This is one yeah. of those things that you're gonna regret doing. You know, back what out my, now. You know what my go-to for that type of stuff is? Um, you go to Walmart, right? And you go to the uh, like area where they have silverware. Yeah. And they have these big rolls oh. of like sort of rubbery foam that you would yeah. put in the bottom of a silverware drawer. Yeah. You, a roll is like a dollar. Right. Just buy like three rolls and throw them in a closet somewhere. And then next time your sound bar is rattling on the cabinet that you have it on, you just take Toss a, one of those bad boys. Out. You just cut a strip the exact size of your soundbar, set it down, then put the soundbar on top of it. Kills the vibration. If you have like a Bluetooth speaker on a cabinet that makes the change rattle, just put it put this little thing under your Bluetooth speaker, and it absorbs enough of the vibration to make the change stop rattling. I should line my car cup holders with that I stuff. I was about to bring this up. <laughs> yeah, car cup holders are the ones in the doors, especially, are terrible. It's bad. And inevitably what happens, right, is like you get like a, say you got a LaCroix. You're a LaCroix boy. You've got a LaCroix in your car cup holder, right? Then Mm -hmm. something comes along where like it's time for you to have a new drink, right? Um, So you've got this LaCroix with like a quarter inch of like you whatever. You go through a drive-thru on your road trip. And uh, now you've got a quarter inch of LaCroix left in this thing. So you just stick it in the in the door cup yeah. holder so that yep. your main cup holder can be used for your current drink. Right. And then all you ha- is just an empty aluminum can vibrating with every little yeah. noise that your speakers make. It's the worst. Dude, I live it. If you don't have uh, an inch of LaCroix laying in every can all over the place, you got to have one in your in your in the cup holder at all yeah, times. Absolutely. Exactly. Occupying every available cup holder. You got to have a few on your desk. Yep. Absolutely. Got to have those. Maybe mm-hmm. stack them on the windowsill or something by your oh, yeah, couch you can, or whatever. If, yeah, if you can pull it. Yeah, if, if wherever you, you can put them, you better you put them. <laughs> Dude, it's real, man. This one, Dude. this is last night. Okay, right here, right mm-hmm. here. It's on my desk. Last night. Can the user, can the listener hear the inch of? Can I just say Caleb, that's how much there I is love it. that you call the listener the user all the time. <laughs> you do this all i'm used it's a user-centric podcast because i was recently re-listening to one of our podcasts over and over and over again for a reason that's not important um and uh you said it several times in the show you said dale could could you explain to the user I'm like <laughs> yes user let's go nice it's great it's just it's it betrays hey. an, a software developer's user-centric mindset in the new uh podcasting software that you I was going to say we, but I'll just start saying you build. <laughs> it's going to, it should have an auto um, word replacer. Oh, just like replace. Just say, like, yeah, just do some basic. Um, just replace the name of that company that we keep saying with with baseball football service. Yeah, right. We need to have preset like, word changes. Like if I changes. say this word. Yep. Because I will. Don't say it, Caleb. <laughs> I know you're about to. Don't say it. What? the name of the company i don't want to edit the show no i know. <laughs> i'm standing on the edge right now i'm looking down <laughs> into the off. abyss yeah i'm looking down in the abyss i can see the word uh-huh i could even sound it out in my head but that's don't, too close 
don't. Oh, Walmart. Stop. I no, said it. Oh <laughs> That's not Walmart. It's not that company. <laughs> I mean, so what just happened? You guys heard Walmart, and that's because of the software replacing Walmart with Walmart. Dude, I hope you add that user. Listen. <laughs> Listener, listen, Linda, listener, if you see, you know what? I can't even mess with the listener because they heard me say user and they would know that if I actually, if you actually built the feature, even they wouldn't have heard user at all in the whole show. Dude, we could do some meta layered humor here. There's a lot here. Oh my God. It's hard to live in a simulation. Like I almost want to like fix our past mistakes by saying, listener if mm-hmm. you heard listener before <laughs> you probably heard me say listener because daniel only did the second half of the podcast put just it through the filter just, now. just starting just now so i can say listener and walmart all day and anyway. I just, i'm just gonna sub in listener and walmart for those <laughs> Dude, oh, what else can you summon? Who, why do people you, listen to this terrible You podcast? son of a... <laughs> <laughs> you are a piece of purple panda, Decal. Oh, <laughs> you know it. I want to gumdrop on your face. <laughs> gumdrop? Um, Caleb. Yeah. Caleb, speaking of this software. Oh, my gosh. So I got I carried was... away. I got very interested in the idea that this software was going to edit our last episode. (gasps) And Caleb. No. Dinkle. Here's the thing. Um, So we had a sync issue. (laughs) You know about this. Call a plumber. But the uh, users, I guess, don't. I'm only replacing it in your audio track. Thanks. Uh, but uh, they don't they don't know. Um, so, uh, first of all, we were recording at different sample rates, um, which is... Dun, 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 the, dun, dun, the audio intro with Decol. What is a sample rate? Not that... Uh, it's like how many times per second your computer, like, gets a chunk of audio from the microphone then what's a bit rate that is has to do with mp3 compression it's unimportant Mm. okay um but uh the sample rate is has to do with like how many times per second do we figure out what frequency is coming through this microphone right now and then record it okay right yeah and so the two most common options are 44.1 kilohertz and 48 kilohertz um and in the past we have just always by default had the same ones without having to think about it at all it's just been the way that it's worked because whatever long story shorter man you changed your audio recording software and your audio recording hardware and somewhere in there your sample rate changed Mm. and you became a 48 kilohertz boy after having been a 44.1 kilohertz boy for as long as i've known you how have i never like heard of this problem so now this that i'm a, a famous javascript developer and i'm going on the mm-hmm. podcast circuit 
you know, and all these big name podcasts, they're just reaching out to me left and right. When I get on these shows, you know, and I'm talking with all the audio, the audio team before I even, you know, go on mm-hmm. stage, um, they never mention this stuff. Sure. Um, well, the issue, the original issue was that when I was using click to mix the things, they were mixing and getting out of sync because basically if you take two files of the same length th- that have different sample rates, like one gets slowly out of sync with the other over time. Um, right. That is something that you can fix programmatically, and I figured out how to do that. But I thought I didn't figure out how to do it. This is the ultimate confusion. Oh, my gosh. This was I dark. thought I didn't figure out how to do it because randomly in the middle of the show, your audio just deletes four and a half, four point six five eight seconds of audio which if there is even a drift that probably accounts for like 98 percent of the drift that you're experiencing exactly so i'm sitting here the i was chasing a red herring because i thought i hadn't fixed the issue so i was like undoing my fix i was trying to figure out why the things i was doing wasn't working to correct for the sample rate issue it was correcting for the sample rate issue i had already fixed that problem i was just now dealing with a separate thing I drove myself insane, Caleb. I felt so bad for you. I even bothered Adam Wathen because he knows more about audio than either of us, and I figured he would know. What did he say? He said, doesn't sound like a sample rate issue to me. And that was what put me on the path. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Adam, for dismissing me. Um, Very kindly. Uh, But basically, he's like, that's probably not the issue. The issue is just drift. It sounds like drift. I was like, what could cause the drift, right? So I go looking. So I tried speeding you up, slowing you down. I tried making multiple cuts and like pushing you a little bit throughout the show. And everything I did made the problem worse or not better. Mm. And I was like, what is going on? Then I was listening to the show. I was just listening all the way through. <laughs> and thank God for your condenser mic, Caleb. Thank God oh. for your greedy, greedy condenser mic. Because you know what your condenser mic did? I'm going to tell you two good things that your condenser mic did. One, it picked up bleed from your headphones so I could hear what I was saying <laughs> through your microphone. So I used that as a reference to figure out where the sync awesome. was supposed to be. Oh Second, gosh. it really picked up your air conditioner when it kicked in um, or whatever, <laughs> or maybe your refrigerator. Some buzzing machinery in your rented home. Oh, that um, was the... Um... Oh, uh, the meat, the meat, uh, the meat grinder. Yeah. The meat grinder. No, it wasn't that it was ambient. It was something that was running for a long time. I don't actually have a meat grinder. Okay. <laughs> Good. Go on. I don't know. You're Italian. <laughs> oh, by the way, do you own pores.io? Uh, no, I don't think someone I do. does. Cause I thought about it and almost bought it for you just wow. earlier today. And that's a missed it. opportunity. CalebPores.io. Pores.io. Poresio. Oh, just so people don't go and buy this uh, domain name, can you add the switcher from what it is to say Pores.io and CalebPores.io so that yep. they don't hear the actual domain name? For sure. Great. Thank you. Um, <laughs> consider it done. <laughs> um, anyway, long story short, uh, right at this moment, there's a weird moment where you say something and then it's you. you hear this vroom sound kick in in a way that it wasn't before Mm -hmm. and then for the rest of the episode it's on 
Mmm, that was so a I was lucky. Like, something happened. Kind of like the luckiest thing ever. Well, I think what might have happened is like maybe this is why I think maybe your device got disconnected and reconnected. Like maybe mm-hmm. you had a USB disconnect reconnect situation. Hmm. Because it it sounds like it almost like adapted like a new noise floor or something. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. Okay. But uh, anyway, the the way you sounded changed a little bit. And yeah. I was like, what is that? And I go back and I start listening and then I go listen to the audio bleed and I'm like, okay, I'm in sync. I'm in sync. I'm in sync. I'm out of sync. Okay. This is it. This is it right here. Yeah. And so I figured it out. 4.658 seconds. So I just <sighs> added 4.685 seconds of silence right there. All the sync issues are solved. Wow. D. Cole, I just want to apologize. No, it's not your fault. I mean, yeah, okay, it's your fault, but it's, you know, you had a new setup, you're in a new place, things changed. Then you know what? I'll just say thank you. Thank me. You're welcome. Anyway, For sweating Caleb, all over that podcast. Long story short, I manually edited that podcast and then put it out. And then later that day, <laughs> I took those same source files and I ran yeah. them through Click. Okay. And I created a perfect edit of our last show using no click way. which i did not upload but you the user listener are hearing right now a podcast that was edited with click i love how you just said you the listener listener yeah me the listener listener <laughs> no the decal he ruined it it's just my track that has it applied go on continue um mm. anyway long story short uh it works and i'm doing it yeah uh, now there, it still won't. It still isn't like a good publishable tool for other people because it's like a lot of it's hard coded for Daniel and Caleb files. Um, mm-hmm. The config file is still a little <laughs> wonky. The one thing standing in our way of mass uh, adoption is that it only works with files named Caleb.mp3 and Daniel.mp3. That's correct. That's our Dude, big. Uh, that's, that's our big right. gotcha. The wrong abstraction early is a problem. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> We really punted on that feature. <laughs> Tico, uh, so we just started recording this podcast. Mm-hmm. I did a one, a two, a three, and a click. Mm-hmm. We started recording, and there was some silence, maybe the end of my click. Like, mm-hmm. maybe and then even I said o- something. Yeah, you even said something. Yeah. You did the bad. By the it way, bad. like you, we stopped doing that a long time ago, Deacon. <laughs> I know, but I'm used to being the guy who says it, and it just threw me off. Oh my gosh, Deacon. Um, so what are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it all in. What do you mean? Oh, really? Yeah. Whatever's in oh. the show is in the show, Caleb. Wow, that is one of the like things you have to adopt when you use Click. Yeah. It's well, not it, just a tool. It's stolen from it's rules. my favorite podcaster, Merlin Mann, whose official motto is... Two by Friday. Whatever's in the show is in the show. Wow. He just doesn't like to edit. I don't like to edit. You don't like to edit. None of us like editing. I hate editing. Yeah. So whatever's in the show is in the show. That is phenomenal. Yeah. I'm in, man. Yeah. Unless so, we say Walmart three more times. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> um... Oh, <laughs> this freaking episode, man! I don't know what's wrong. Dude, I got the giggles today. I didn't have the giggles. Time space continuum going on. It's just I can't Dude, handle. It. Last episode when I said it, and then you like five seconds later are like, "Can we just say Walmart?" 
And then we are playing with fire to even talking about it. I know. It really feels like we're like handing a loaded gun back and forth. I feel so bad for the user. Listen to her. We need to cut this entire episode. This is unusable. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Oh, this one's man. really for the ride or die, die hard, no plans to merge fans. Because if right. you're here for like a good, like if you heard Caleb on the change log and we're like, oh, I'm going to go check out his <laughs> cool programming podcast. Sorry. What is this? This is, this is, this is dark garbage. Incoming tweet where all those people say, so I started listening to no plans to merge after. <laughs> After 15 minutes of them talking about weed. No, what was it? It was like, I started listening to No Plants. You can't do a decal. You got to finish the story. I, I, I don't exactly remember. I do remember Dude, a tweet I like sent this. it to you on Telegram and I was like, yeah. a ringing endorsement. Because somebody was like, I clicked on the No Plans to Merge that said Laravel Nova. Thought I'd try it out. After 15 minutes of talking about weed, I turned it off. We have to offer here. Stuff you know what's here. crazy though is that I'm pretty sure on that episode we only talked about tea, so I don't know what that guy's. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. about. We should replace tea with tea at the end of this episode, <laughs> so that no one knows what we were actually talking about. Oh my god! Oh, oh. man, alive, dude! This is a painful bit. Rough day for me and oh. you. Ooh. Oof. All right. Oh, ooh, ooh. Serious so talk. Long story short. Uh, I went snowboarding yesterday, and that is a terrible thing to do. Don't do it. Nobody do it. Yeah, snowboarding I used, hurts. I used to snowboard a, a lot. Not a lot, but like, you know. A little, enough. yeah. Right, enough. Like not a lot, good just, just a little. It. You know? Yeah, yeah. Enough where I was good, and I could snowboard, and I could like, I'd be a little sore after like two or three days of snowboarding. But I'm in abject pain from snowboarding <laughs> For like dude snowboarding's abusive five hours. and the worse you are the more abusive it is yeah it's and bad. When you get worse that's the problem with it you start out good and then you go back and you're bad yeah and then you're so scared of catching an edge yeah you'd catch more edges exactly because you don't lean into anything man yeah it's like start riding skiing, your back foot you could ski for your first time and not even fall once just do that I'm pizza move to think about switching it dude i switched you did yeah, how I used to snowboard. It? I snowboarded Did you ski like before you every. Snowboarded? I had season passes. Did you know how to ski? No, already. So you learned snowboarding first. Yeah, I learned snowboarding Same. first. I skated my whole life. You know, mm-hmm. like you. Like I'm. I'm just another. You know, punk ass on the streets. Mm-hmm. You know, with my Zoomy stickers mm-hmm. and snowboarding is the natural path. And I thought I remember saying, you know, one of those things you say like when you're young and. People say like what your major is going to be and you pick something that sounds smart. I remember being like talking up snowboarding before I even snowboarded and being like, yeah, yeah, well, I bet, you know, it's kind of, it's like a similar, um, I forget what it was, like a similar like center of gravity or I had some like BS reason why I would be good at yeah. snowboarding because I'd skated right. my whole life. And I remember just getting, it's very I got, different. it handed to me, Yeah, you know, you, it's way different. Maybe and longboard, but even then, I mean, it's the edge thing. Like, yeah. I, I have I I've longboarded and that's that's a pick me up kind of thing. I mean it's not easy, but yeah. from skateboarding to longboarding is not either one to snowboarding. 
Sure. My quick snowboarding story. The first time I went snowboarding, I bought a season pass ahead of time, by the way. And I went with my buddies and I was like 18. And you bought I, a season pass ahead of time. I just heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I did. Um, You're like, I this just is dove my new in. Thing. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so the first time, you know, I'm feeling confident. Like, I'm doing bad, but I'm feeling whatever. And, you know, um, well, whatever. So I eventually end up on like a blue or something. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a black diamond, but it was like, you know, yeah. some parts blue of square. it kind of felt like a black. Yeah, blue square. Yeah. Um, and I remember kind of turning down the, the lane. It's called Candy Cane Lane. Mm-hmm. And it like starts off as a green and then it forks off to yep. some other, you know, one that's a blue. And, yeah. you know, it's forking and all my buddies are going to the blue. And I'm like, all right, well, yeah, we're in it. We're doing it. Go to the blue. And then there's this like pretty decent sized hill and I'm picking up speed. And you know that you you just kind of have that feeling like you're, you're in it and you're just mm-hmm. riding the wave no matter what. It's riding you. Mm-hmm. And... Then I remember waking up in their emergency unit thing. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And uh, with a pretty crooked nose and some black eyes and uh, yeah, and a concussion. So Yeah, there is a there is a point in snowboarding where like, especially like when you don't really know how to control. Like at this point, it's like if I get into a place that's too big for me, like I know how to not be a problem. You know, Mm -hmm. like I'm like, all right, I'm just going to like ride my toes or ride my heels until I get to a more chill section of this hill. Canoe down the hill. Yeah, exactly. Um, But uh, when you like just for the first time on like a big steep hill, just point your nose down the hill and are like, all right, let's go. Oh, my gosh. It's over. (laughs) And you have no control, right? You're not on your toes or your heels. You're just flat bored on the snow. Oh, I mean, it's like literally anything can happen. Anything can happen and you have absolutely no control over it. Instant death. I I don't know what happened, but they found me with my face in the snow, like unconscious. So, I mean, I must have just like completely ate it it on my face. You can see how crooked my nose is like right now. Is that from that? Yeah. I I had a straight nose before that. And now they had to go in there. Dude, while we're going there, this is like one of the coolest not coolest, but it's one of those like one of the few stories I have that I can actually hold people's attention at like a bar. If I ever went out to a bar, mm-hmm. this is I imagine what what would happen if I started telling a story. And <laughs> so I had this this uh, totally whacked out nose thing after this and neck and everything. It was pretty bad. And uh, so I went to the nose doctor, whatever, and he's inspecting me and I'm in there and he's like, do you uh, he's like, all right, we're going to need to set this straight. He's like, do you want to be put out for this or do you want to just get over with right now? And the way he put it was like very pushy. And I was like, um, all right, I guess we'll get it over with right now. Yeah. Ter- horrible mistake. Not trustworthy. They- so he just like reaches over and breaks your nose. Basically, they shove all these things in your like sinuses that numb everything. And then he takes a spatula into your can- nose canal thing. And just starts pushing his, and he's like pushing your other side of your face. It was the worst pain in the world. I threw up. I couldn't. <laughs> I started to faint, and then I threw up. Ugh. It was so bad. It was horrible. That's awful. Yeah, it was terrible. So, anyway, uh, I did get back on the horse and finished out the season. And I actually snowboarded for years. Yeah. Um, I it's just so fun was not as dangerous of a snowboarder. But I'm gonna cap off this story. I messed up my neck among the other ways I messed up my neck, which right now I'm in like searing neck pain. 
because I just have neck problems because of doing stupid things like this. And snowboarding, you're turning your head all the time. Yeah. Your head is like turned while you're snowboarding. So I, I had to stop and snowboarding. You're going cause... Back and forth. Yeah. While it's... you're going fast. And it's like, and you're tense and a little bit like, you know, adrenalized. And yep. yeah. That's what that's it is. You, yeah. You're tense. You your neck, your, your head's forward. You're shrugged. Exactly. So I switched to skiing and never looked back. I love it so much more. So how hard was your first day skiing after snowboarding for a long time? Cake. Easy? Oh my gosh, it's so much easier. I mean, you know, there's like good skiing is, you know, there's probably just as big of a difference between a good skier and a bad skier as there is in a good or bad snowboarder. Yeah. But you go out the first time, like you don't have to fall because huh. there's no, you don't really catch an edge. I mean, you can, but with a snowboard, you can't just go down. You can't bomb a hill. Yeah. If you bomb a hill, you'll catch an edge and you'll wake up in the hospital. Yeah. If you're on skis, you can just bomb a hill. Yeah. That's wild. Anyway, and you can pizza. That thing they, they tell you, yeah. they tell new like people. Where you, yeah, yeah, you're the snowplow. Exactly. You just put the little tips together mm-hmm. and you're a king. And you can get on and off a lift without making a ruckus. Yeah. Like an idiot. And you don't have and you don't have developed the like extreme pain in one thigh from like hanging your snowboard I off. I know, the lift you have this heavy day. giant piece of leverage How twisting no your ankle. Solved that problem I know. Yet. How is ski lift technology not developed to the point where you don't have to dangle a 20-pound piece of plexiglass off your foot all day? It's ridiculous. You're like, especially as a new snowboarder, you know, as a new snowboarder, you're like, all right, I got one foot in this thing and one foot out, Uh so I'll kink my toe and I'll shimmy up. Now, here comes the guy who's like yelling at me because this lift is flying at me and I have to like shimmy up really quick with my four or three other buddies. Yeah. Who are I'm gonna sit down. Yeah, and like I'm goofy footed, so yeah. they're they're you know, they're all nice in a row and I'm like oh my gosh, wah, wah. such a nightmare. Yeah. And then terrible. they have to slow the lift down when I inevitably get off and eat face. Yeah. But skis, and man, then you and then you get to the top and then you sit down and put your binding on, you know, or you right. stand there yeah, and you put gotta your sit binding down on and you're just like kinda drifting nanny. downhill while right. you're doing I know. It. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then you try it's and true. like all your skier friends are like, oh, let's just jump over this other hill right here. And I'm like, well, that's a big flat area of snow between this yeah, hill and right. that hill. So give exactly. me a sec while I like, weave my body to try and make my board get oh over there because you made a last second decision. Like, yeah, we have and I don't have a ahead. stomp pad. So like I'm slipping and sliding on, on my little mini yeah, exactly. ice rink yeah. of a snowboard. Oh. <laughs> uh, Man, it's really story sucks, man. It's really Justin Jackson is listening to this and he's pissed. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, it's those hardships that make us cool punk rock snowboarder guys. Exactly. But, but it's worth it. It is undignified. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, skiing's just way, way easier. Yeah, my whole body hurts. Is the moral of the story. Yeah, I, I don't doubt. Once last an year, I snowboarded once this year, and that's not good for a man. <laughs> I didn't know you could snowboard in North Carolina. You can. We went to, I mean, it, there was, snow, it was, it snowed four inches yesterday up on that mountain. Sweet. Yeah. So it was like fresh snow. That's awesome. It was nice. But that didn't stop them from having every blower on the mountain blasting in your face as you get off the lift. Oh. The like, um, the slushy, they just like take an icy machine and put yeah, it in no. like a blow dryer. Literally, like, first moment getting off the lift, I like, turn down a hill 
and I'm just instantly blasted in the face by a giant blower. And it was that it was the one where it's like mostly just water coming out. Yeah, you ice know what sand. I'm what? It's like ice sand blasting. Yeah, but it's like it's still wet. Like it hasn't all frozen. Oh, really? It, it mists and then it freezes. Gotcha. You know. Mm-hmm. But what happens when it just hits you directly in the face is you just become very wet at the beginning of your day of snowboarding, <laughs> which is not what you're going for. Yeah. So anyway. Did you wear a helmet? No. Of course you didn't wear a helmet. No. Helmets are for losers. They are for losers. I didn't wear a helmet that day. No, I did. I don't remember. Well, that's I why. can't remember anything <laughs> That's why anymore. you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, anyway, decal. So we've got a we've got a decision to make uh, with click. Okay, here's the deal. So we're we gonna sell. All, yeah, so we've been approached by Google. <laughs> <laughs> they really they, or Spotify probably. They really want it on big podcast. Um, no, so we have a uh, we have a problem. Uh, not a problem. Problem. So FFmpeg's not good. I've decided I abandoned FFmpeg. Okay. Um, wow. We're using socks. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, FFmpeg was uh, inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could run it three times with the same input files and get different results. Uh, like concatenation, sometimes there'd be like a one-second audio gap. Sometimes there wouldn't. Sometimes it would concatenate before the first file was over, and then you'd have a weird glitch sound in the middle. Mm-hmm. Concatenation was broken with mm-hmm. FFmpeg. Mm-hmm. 86 it, killed it. I tried all the concatenation recipes. I tried the demuxer. Don't talk to me. I already did it. Um, FFmpeg bad. So socks concatenation is perfect and flawless every time. The mixing Great. perfect and flawless every time. The the uh, normalization perfect every time. Awesome. So socks is it. Sweet. Here's the deal. Deal me. FFmpeg is uh. So the only reason that uh, sock or that click works is because I already have FFmpeg or and or socks installed on my mac but if we were to distribute a binary of this to people who did not have those things installed on their mac Mm -hmm. the way we are currently doing things would not work so here are the three possible solutions to this and i want to talk through this with you okay numero uno Mm -hmm. you figure out what platform they're on mac linux windows whatever and you go out to the internet and you download the appropriate bind or the appropriate binary for their thing and you install it on their computer for them and you just notify them hey click requires socks would you like to install socks now yes mm-hmm. okay great now socks is installed now you can use click mm-hmm. um that's uh that's option number one uh number two we uh create a c binding for socks so socks is written mm. in c it ships a header file, uh, which is what you need to create a binding. And you can create a C binding, in which case SOX is now just part of our binary. Um, hmm. Okay. And so our binary includes um, SOX. So binaries. Yes. Binaries. A binary is a binary is a binary? Like, can it be, can you use a binary on Windows and on Mac, or they have to be separate platform binaries? They would be compiled differently. Okay. And so both of them, you assume, like, access to C? What are C bindings? Um, 
access to C is unimportant. It's a compiled language. C is a compiled language. Right. So it compiles down to binary. I guess I don't get the bindings part. Okay, I'll explain what C bindings are in a second. Okay. But first, let's deal with your initial question. There is no... You only need C. You only need access to C to compile. Okay. Yep. Right? And yep. then you've built a binary that, right. Doesn't, right. Need, binary. that doesn't have any dependencies. Binary. Got it. Um, so that's fine. Okay. Number two... Um, I thought so that C was bindings. Number... Okay, sorry, go on. <laughs> C bindings are essentially uh you can wrap up a C dependency. Okay. You can wrap it up in crystal. So that you have access to all of the So like say you were going to wrap up let's let's bring this into like the world of like Laravel stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um you know like moment.js Mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. say you really wanted to use moment js in php okay which sounds like something you would want i don't know um <laughs> and uh you bastard <laughs> and uh so if php had like a bindings situation like crystal does uh you would basically be able to create a php binding for moment js where you basically create a you would create a PHP class mm -hmm. that had all of the methods of moment.js mm -hmm. and would basically allow you to execute moment.js behind the scenes, mm -hmm. but you would have like a PHP class that was like a proxy okay. to moment.js. So it. that's what Crystal has. Um, but because it's all compiled at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Gotcha. Like okay. It's not like slower. Okay. Um, long story short, Creating a binding manually is very hard. Okay. Because you need to understand all of the code of the library that you're binding. Yeah. Um, and there's all sorts of types that are custom types that are mm. defined and all kinds of... Socks is a huge project and I don't want to understand all of it. Yep. There are some things called uh, Crystal Libgen and Crystal... Uh, something else. Crystal Shard Lib or something like that. And it's too projects that basically you point them at a c project and they automatically generate bindings for you okay they mostly work most of the time mm -hmm. um but there's still this other thing of like now i have to figure out inside of socks like i know how to use socks from the command line right yeah how do you use but it? now i have to figure out what file what functions inside of socks those commands are ew, calling you 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 know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's yeah. all weird. So that's the best possible option if it was if there was good documentation on how to actually use socks as a sure. as a library. Yep. And that's just not. Okay. So so far option one is hey, make sure you have it installed. If you don't, we'll provide an installer, but mm -hmm. click does not include socks. Option yeah. B is we include socks under the hood like the most raw native way we can, which is mm -hmm. build some sort of C binding thing that and try to wrangle it and get it to work what's okay. option c option c is we package up the c or the we package up the socks binary with in like a bundle mm -hmm. that we ship with our thing mm -hmm. and that but we don't install it to their system we just store it somewhere temporarily yeah. how big is it i don't know but it's you know it's not huge okay um we just store it somewhere temporarily and then we like run it 
you know, the same way we yeah. would if it was globally installed. The only problem is I don't know how to do that. And it's there's not good <laughs> documentation around this. And it's very hard to understand. But I'm pretty sure you could do it. Okay. But uh, the only advantage that has is it doesn't depend on us being able to, like, successfully download it from somewhere. Socks is a standalone binary? Um, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So you could literally, if just, like, for MVP purposes, you could just, like, be like, download this file, click dot bin, download socks.bin, use click, click will find bin, or click will find socks. Yeah. Okay. Or even better, like we could just have click, like the ideal thing is that click would inside of click.bin would be like a gzipped version of socks.bin that we would then store somewhere. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you yeah. Need... Or you like learn how Mac applications work so that when they drag and drop their little app bundle, it has yeah, exactly. the binary and the socks thing. Yeah, I mean, my vote, C is my vote. Here's my thinking. At first, when you're describing A, A sounds okay, but it's the kind of thing that, like, as a user of something, I need it. I need to have a singular mentality. I need to think that I'm installing one simple thing. Right. If I feel like I'm installing something that needs other things on my system, I lose trust in it. If I ever have to interact with that, like, then I go into issues and they're like, well, make sure your FFmpeg is blah, 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 is up to date and, you know, whatever. Like, that sounds horrible to me. So right. A to me is out in terms of like simplicity and usability. B is out because it smells to me like, you know, um, uh, uh, what's that thing? Wine, uh, windows is not, or wine is not an emulator, mm-hmm. right? It's like a self-reference, a recursive acronym in, uh, on Ubuntu or whatever. And in Linux, there's this program called wine that you can run windows programs from Linux. And I remember being like, oh, this is the answer because I was running Ubuntu at the time and I was like, oh, this is great. I can now play games Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I can run Photoshop. It was Photoshop that I wanted to run. But, you know, like it basically doesn't work. (laughs) Like any attempt at something like that in my mind is short of like an actual Windows VM is, you know, and even that. So anyway, that one smells to me kind of like that. I don't think it's actually that bad. I think people are doing it all the time. Okay. It's just that no one has made C bindings for socks yet yeah. because it's obscure. Right. Why would they? So I, I would think that C is the best option because it's the most portable. Like it's like if you're it's depending not. So B is the most portable. Right, right, right. Port I guess portable I mean um flexible is what I mean in terms of the workflow and the project for the future. It's like if you go with the path of C, you have the flexibility to revert to A or B. Mm-hmm. Um and you're kind of depending, like depending on the binary, I would think would be the safest thing to depend on rather than depending yeah. on a command line or on C bindings. It's the like, only problem, right, is like <clears throat> if we end up with a binary that like, like we already have to worry about our binary being compatible with your computer. Right. And yeah. if we add a second binary, now we're worrying about two binaries being compatible with your computer. Yeah. But I would think for it to be not that big of a deal, but I wouldn't think with something like socks but i don't know um, see i kind of think of this as like you know how like dusk depends on chrome driver yep exactly and, like, it ships chrome driver with yes dusk. that's kind of what i'm thinking of doing it's just like let's just ship socks with our app as part of our app c is perfect because dusk is perfect everything before dusk you had to install chrome drive on your machine mm-hmm. and that was and or, or we web driver i remember like the java 
like yeah. um, executable for Chrome driver or web driver. I don't know, whatever. But when I was using um, whatever came before Dusk that people used for that kind of thing. Wow. Cypress or something? No, way before Cypress existed. Maybe it existed, but nobody Cucumber. knew about it. No, it, it's the, the, the code, uh, Codeception. Okay. And I got heavy into like that kind of testing and then Dusk came out and I was like, how are they doing this? How can you just compose or require Dusk? And it's so simple. Like yeah. Chrome driver is yeah, also available it. as a binary. Yeah. And so Taylor binary. ships it with the package. So you just have it. It's now, beautiful. I've also tried to install Dusk on random Linux servers and had problems because the Linux binary that they shipped wasn't compatible with that version of Linux and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you can always, like, I've manually messed with the binary myself and I'm generally yeah. fine with that. But that's the thing is, like, yeah, I want to yeah. avoid as many of those types of issues Yeah, you're as possible. right. Yep. But I don't know, man. For me, it's like, if you can't compose or require the thing, mm-hmm. if I need to install an extension, like a PHP extension, or if I need to have some Java executable running or some server running... Mm-hmm. It's it's no go. It's just not going to happen for me. And so the same thing I would say with this. Yeah. Especially using socks like FFmpeg. Most people have FFmpeg, I would think. I don't if think it, they do. No? I don't know. You installed it. I installed it. Gotcha. Most people didn't install it. Got it. I feel like it's one of those really common things that I've had to computer. install on 100 systems. Yeah, yeah. But socks is not. So. I just got a new computer. FFmpeg is not on it. Socks is not on it. Well, gotcha. now it is because I put it there. But. Yeah. Yeah. I like C. By the way, new computer. Uh, when's the last oh, time you yeah. set up a new computer? Dude, my computer is like 2015 or something. It's awful. You you don't know how many things you depend on. I'm telling you this yeah. right now. When you get a new computer, everything will break and it will take you forever to fix it all. Yeah. Even when you bring all your dot files over, even when you do everything the smart guy way where you have a Git repo full of dot files and blah, blah, blah. I don't I don't think it's a smart guy way. Okay, whatever. Even I know, you, I just wanted to launch into try, a tangent on that. But Even when you on. try to you save all your configurations for everything, blah, 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 everything will break. Yeah. Yeah, it's I think this broke. is a good example of, like, I did the smartguy.files thing. I have a repo called dot .files. It's, mm-hmm. You have to do some weird Git stuff to get that mm-hmm. working. Mm-hmm. And I never, ever update it. I think it's much better. You use Backblaze, right? You use Backblaze, Backblaze. your dot .files are in Backblaze. If you ever need to dig in and get them, go dig in and get them. I basically, yeah, I don't know. I say, mm. I say no to that. In fact, I should delete my dot .files repository to take a stand. You want to? Uh, you want to hear some? Uh, you want to hear some system specs? Oh yeah. Uh, two point. Should we games. replace whatever you're about to say with like way better ones? Mm, no, this is fine. These are pretty good. Okay. Uh, so I. 2.4 gigahertz, uh, eight core Intel i9 processor. Oh my god! Whew. Very fast. Never even heard of i9. Eight core. I didn't know it existed. Uh, 32 gigs of DDR4 RAM. Uh, AMD Radeon. How Pro many gigs? 32. I was gonna get 64. Yeah. It changed. Okay. So the 64 one was like one of those like, oh, we have to go to the lab and build this for you and mm-hmm. ship it to you, and it's gonna be there in eight years, <laughs> and it was like gonna arrive after I started work. Mm-hmm. and so it was like well that's not good so chris was like well can you see what they have at the closest apple store to you uh which is in greenville an hour and a half away but uh i checked and they had basically the same thing but 32 instead of 64 gigs of ram so i went for it uh and then it's got the radeon pro 5500m 5, 5, 8 gig graphics card 
It's a good computer. It's very Word fast. Man. That's awesome. Very fast, very good. That's very good. Big processor, a lot of RAM. That's great. I love it. Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. What uh, what time are we rolling on here, D. Cole? We're rolling up to about an hour. Uh, Do I you want to roll? You got to roll? Okay, I was going to... Yeah, I mean, like, I've got, you know, I've got 10 minutes if, you, if you've got a short one. But I can't, I can't, I can't jump into a whole thing. Right. I, w- I want to do an episode on like a planning brainstorming episode. And hopefully you give me some more divine insight like you did with sushi. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the middle spot, like for the first time in a while where I don't know where to go from here. Ooh. And fun. I want to figure out, I don't just want to jump into something. If I, if I don't strategize. I'm going to spend all day, every day fixing issues in Alpine repository and Livewire repository. Yep. I'm basically just going to spend all day triaging issues and contacting like sponsors and clients. And yeah. that will be my life. And I don't want that. I want sure. to be proactive. So I want to strategize and I want to figure cool. out let's, let's what strategize. to do. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it could be a, a whole episode because there's a lot yeah, to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't think we should do it right now. Word. I think we should do it next week. Next week. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, which we should also record on Saturday. The problem cool. with doing that next week is that uh-huh. I think I need the strategy by noon yesterday. So. Okay. Well, here's my life. Uh, tomorrow at 2 p.m. in Greenville, South Carolina, I get on a plane. I fly that plane to Philadelphia. And then I'm in sab- Philadelphia until next Friday. Is your sabbatical over? sabbatical start ends on monday no monday is the beginning of the future good for you yeah then we should spend whatever last moments we have talking about your strategy no <laughs> talking about your leave was it good did it clear your head did you come away it was with good things? it cleared my head what um, did you learn about yourself what i learned about myself is that this floor did not happen okay um but what did happen, which I didn't foresee happening, is that I canvassed so much for Bernie Sanders. I knocked on hundreds and hundreds of doors. I talked to citizens and voters. Wow. Um, I got a bunch of people who were not going to vote for Bernie Sanders to vote for Bernie Sanders. Nice. Um, I went to events that were like sort of affiliated with the campaign. Like there was a concert that was kind of put on by the campaign with a bunch of local musicians. And like at every set break, they were like, go sign up with the people with the clipboards to do canvassing shifts. I was the people with the clipboards. Uh, I was just around being like a part of the Bernie machine That's awesome. here in Asheville. Um, phone banking, knocking doors, doing stuff like that. Dude, I loved it. I loved every bit of it. And it, yeah, I'm so glad I had this time off. Like, like Tuesday is the North Carolina primary. So like hmm. I had like basically the month before the North Carolina primary off work and I was just like available to like knock doors, make phone calls, do whatever needed to happen. Dude. So I loved that. Solid. Um, I also got to work some on click. I also uh, have like slept pretty well. Oh, nice. Um, like I saw you last... tweet or something at like 8 a.m. or yeah. something. Well, some so ungodly week, hour. The last week I've just been up early yeah wow i don't know what's going on i think it's dude dude, you know what it is you remove the pressure Mm. if you don't have to be up it's so much easier to be up Mm. i can't even explain it Hmm. 
But yeah, I've just been up. It's awesome. It's great. Loving it. It's great, T. Cole. Yeah, dude. D- so yeah, I D- am D- so D- glad I had this. I mean, you know, I don't know when the next time I'm going to have a month without work is going to be, but. Could be sooner than you think. It's great. It's an it's an excellent, you know, That's reset. Awesome. It's a palate cleanser. Yes. That's great. So you felt like it was worth it. Like, I know it was worth it, but you felt like, um. It felt like a palate cleanser to you, like you're going yeah. into this new chapter. I would and say it was feels worth like a reset button. Two weeks of lost rev- lost revenue, you know. Yeah, at, at, uh, which is what it cost. Colborne headquarters. Yeah. DCHQ. Nice. It's mm-hmm. great, Cole. Yeah, man. Floors didn't get done though. That's a shame. But whatever. What that you didn't get down to Florida? No, this these floors oh, that I intended floors. to get done never got done. Just literally these Florida get downs. Well, you know, if you have a month to do something that takes a day, mm-hmm. it sure is hard to do it. Yeah, I mean, that's something so I learned. So much easier if you have a day to do it. Yep. I learned pretty pretty much big time that all the things I thought I would do when I quit Titan, yeah. most of them still aren't done. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. How's that trailer going? Yeah, right? There's a, <laughs> That's like low on the pile of things. Yeah. So I, I, I did learn that about myself. I, I learned that like, okay, if you take away the job, I'm not just going to like walk outside singing ah, 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 and then birds flock to my arms sure, or like lift my shirt onto me or something. And then yeah, I'm yeah. like sweeping and cleaning and singing a song. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. It doesn't happen. What actually happens is you just program and scroll twitter and do other useless things indeed indeed i actually i took a little bit well i took a day yesterday you were snowboarding i was at gatorland gatorland you ever heard of gatorland uh i haven't i assume that's like a alligator themed uh attraction in it's Florida. The, f- the fifth uh disney park in disney world Daniel's texting everybody right now, so he's Dude, staring down and not everyone's responding trying to, to me. Everyone's trying to talk to We are live on an international podcast. Yeah. So, Gatorland. I'm not going to tell you about Gatorland. Don't tell me about Gatorland, dude. I get it. It's Gators. It's a land. All right, bro. It was cooler <laughs> than you'd think, okay? I'm sorry. Sorry for being distracted. It's just that they kept dinging. All right, here's something cool. I don't know if the listener or the user heard the ding. No. You got a dynamic mic. Really quick. Yep. So I live basically in Disney World. Sure. I'm in the hotbed of entertainment. Sure. Theme parks. Yep. Went to Universal for the first time this week. Friends came in. Mm -hmm. They wanted to go with us. We went. It was very fun. They also wanted to show us something at Disney Springs called The Void. It's a virtual reality experience. It's like Star Wars Void thing. Whatever. They have them all around the world. Country. I don't know. I thought VR. Have you ever done VR like an Oculus or anything? Yeah, only briefly. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's fun for sure. And it is cool. But I don't know. It's not going to like change my life or anything. So I thought this would be the same, but it wasn't. It changed my life a little bit. Interesting. You put on this helmet. Yes. And I thought we're going to go in here. They're going to hand me joysticks or something. I'm going to have like a blaster I'm going to have to, like, my left hand, I'm going to move my body around, and then I'll have, like, maybe a real gun or something. I don't know. 
mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or maybe I thought even worse, I'm not gonna be able to move. I'm just gonna be yeah. holding a gun. Yeah. Not the case. Was it all like an omnidirectional treadmill? No. It, you're it's it's in real space. You go in this like or you just walk around the room. Yeah. No, uh, multiple rooms. Like things. It's insane. Whoa. You put on the helmet. You don't even know this is happening. You put on the helmet. Your whole world turns into like virtual world. And then like your first thing. Oh, you look down at your hands and you have stormtrooper hands. And you can, you know, move your hands and play rock, paper, scissors, whatever. Everybody's heights. They're all stormtroopers. And the heights are like their normal heights. It's crazy. And then there's this door. I still was like, this is fun, but whatever. Then this door like opens. And I realized that we have to walk through the door. And I was like, oh my gosh. And are you like waiting to run into a wall? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't run into... Well, I did. I guess I did run into a wall, but um, it's crazy. And then you get on this, like... Basically, I was in, like, virtual reality hovering above Mustafar, the lava planet on Star Wars, like, on this lift. And my brain had no idea how to connect any of these dots. It it was like nothing I've ever experienced. You feel the heat, like, rushing below you. You smell burning. If there's, like, something... So they added a bunch of other... It was insane. Then there's a rack of guns, and you pick up a gun... Like you like reach out with your virtual hand and pick up a real gun, but it's also virtual. Whoa. It's ridiculous. Anyway, I've never done anything like it. And then I'm like, you're walking and there's some lava on the floor. So I decided to step on it just to see. And they yeah. have like some lava feeling thing on the real floor. That's unreal. So anyway, it was mind blowing to me. I wanted That's to tell you. It's mind blowing to me as well. I'd like to do that. Do you have to go to Disney for that? No. And they have near Buffalo, they have them in Hamilton and Toronto. Whoa. So, so there's that, but, uh, maybe they got one in Philly. I'll be in Philly. You'll be in Philly. Yeah. Nice. Is the company you're working for out of Philly? Uh, technically they're out of Boulder, but a lot of the programmers are in Philly. Gotcha. There's a guy in Paris too, though. Ooh. How balling is that? That is baller. He's a guy from Philly. Oh man. And now he's just in Paris. Really makes you think, right? Yeah, I'm thinking. I could be in Paris. Yeah, man, man. Yeah, man, man, man. man. All right, we're petering out. Should we cut this thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to edit it with the software, so just send me your thing. Great. Q. D. Outro. Music. Now. How does the outro music work with this? It just gets slapped on the end.